Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Welcome back to Real Girl Talk Podcast Radio. I am your host, Sherry Ricard. I'm an author, speaker, business leader, and adversity recovery expert, bringing you inspiring guests, business, and lifestyle tips to help you create a beautiful life and always committed to keeping it real. Now let's dive in. The loss of a loved one is a nearly universal emotional crisis. Unprocessed grief and painful feelings can be buried, leaving you to feel numb. But there is hope. Certified grief counselor, RN, and author Sherry Ricard shares her story of how to cope in her first book, Wake Up Call, A Mother's Grief Journey, after the loss of her 17-year-old son. This book, along with Sherry's other books, are available on Amazon as well as on SherryRicard.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Create Your Life, a 30-day devotional and lifestyle workbook for women who want to live an intentional life equipped, empowered, and anointed. This workbook is filled with powerful scriptures, thought-provoking journal exercises, and a daily dose of inspiration. It gives you the tools you need to create a vision for your life while guiding you through a daily writing, leading you to focus on areas in your life that need spiritual growth and personal development. You can get Create Your Life, a 30-day devotional and lifestyle workbook on Amazon, or you can go to SherryRicard.com. Hello, my beauties. It's me, Sherry, back for another episode of Real Girl Talk Podcast Radio. So great to be with you today. Before we get started, I would like to give a shout out to GKS Transformed on Apple Podcast. She left a five-star beautiful rating and review. She said, Sherry speaks to you. Love listening to Sherry. She's an inspiration with a huge heart. Thank you so much for that review. And guys, really jump over and leave me a review today. I read everyone's. I shout them out on future episodes because I am so honored when every single one of you leave me a rating and review. I love them and I appreciate them so much. So my guest today is the beautiful Maria Asensio, who became an entrepreneur at the age of 24 through direct sales, and we're going to talk about that. She is the founder and CEO where she coaches others on six-figure self-made businesses through a launch of a women's empowerment movement called Rising Queen to help women that are going through the darkest moments of their life. Thank you so much, Maria, for being here. She is a fellow 10X lady like myself. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to just chat with you and all the girls on here. Absolutely. So I want to jump right into the 24-year-old self that gained the title entrepreneur. How did that start? So I actually was a pre-medical student. I was on my way to med school and I just, you know, I was excited about med school, but it was one of those scenarios where 
I feel like I was doing it more just because my mom wanted me to do it more than anything, you know, and um, I, I come from a third world country. So for my family, for, I was raised by a single mom. So for my mom, it was so important for me to get that college degree. So I did do that. I got my undergrads and um, I started working as a preschool teacher right before, you know, trying to get into med school. Yeah. But something within me was just like, I just, it doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like it's not my colleague. It's not what I'm supposed to do. But at that point in my life, I didn't know where else to go or what else to do. So I was just kind of going with the flow. But it's incredible what happens when you tell the universe something enough, how things just kind of come together, you know, and never, never in the way that you would have imagined it. Because I never in a million years thought that I would be able to call myself an entrepreneur I was very shy introverted and um you know a scientist I guess you could say yeah. <laughs> um and I got through one of my friends who we don't really even talk anymore but I had just met him out one night and he invited me over to his house to talk to a really successful business guy that introduced me to entrepreneurship and direct sales and um you know my first experience with business was the industry of um, network marketing. That's how I got involved in, in, in the world of entrepreneurship and, you know, just took off from there. From there, I was like, I, I'm actually pretty good at this, you know, and, wow. and I started pursuing it and led me to where I am today. So talk a little bit about where you are today. I know that you had some bumps in the roads, but even with the bump in the roads and the struggles that you've had, you're, you're still, you've come out on top, but it also taught you a lot about yourself. So share yeah. a little bit about that side of you. Absolutely. So, you know, as in anything, anything in the world, when you try something new, like entrepreneurship, like you got to go through that learning curve, you know, me at the beginning, it was so hard because I didn't have a lot of credibility in the business world. I was very young. English is my second language. I was very shy. It's just like the, the ingredients for a person that should not be in business, you know? And when I got involved in it, I, I went through you know, when you're in direct sales, you just go through a lot of no's. And for me, it was, it was very hard getting through, through that. And I had a lot of negative self-talk. One of the books that really made a huge impact on me early on in my career is called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Ooh, and I like that. That book changed everything for me because it taught me how you can create your reality. You create your reality by what you tell yourself that you're capable of doing or not capable of doing, you know, and, and it's crazy. You don't even realize how much negative self-talk we do to each other until you read that. And for me, until I read that book and then I was conscious about it every time, you know, so I just started speaking the woman that I wanted to be even before it happened, you know, so if I had to go do a sales meeting and I was like, oh my God, I'm super scared at Remember one time I had to do a, a sales meeting with a, a gentleman that was much older than me, much success. He was making already six figures at his job. And I was like, how am I, this 25-year-old girl, you know, shy, going to talk to him? And then I had just read that book. So I learned how to just tell myself, Maria, like, you got this. Like, you're going to crush it. Like, he's got some, you got something he needs. And just doing that gives you that confidence, you know, to act as if already. You know, going through that, then down the line you know as, as a woman we all go through our um, I, I went through a lot of relationship issues as well where uh, you know talking woman to woman I just I got I got cheated on by my business partner who was also he was we were dating for a very long time but he was also uh, my business partner and uh, turns out that not only that but like the girl was on our team that we worked together with and she got pregnant 
it was just super hard for me, you know. Oh, and wow. But I had done a lot of growth already personally. Thank goodness that I had, you know, to where I I learned to, I, of course, it got me down emotionally, you know, for a couple of days. But I learned my, to pick myself up very quickly. And I said, okay, these are the goals that I have for my life right now. And in order for me to achieve those goals, I said, what, what, what does, what kind of woman has to show up? What kind of woman, what kind of characteristics does the woman have to have? to achieve those goals that I want to achieve. And I listed those out, you know, I was like, in order for me to achieve these goals financially, spiritually, I have to show up as someone with courage, you know, someone that's not scared, someone that doesn't complain. And it wasn't the woman that I was at that moment. So then I said, I I wrote down the list of the characteristics of the woman I had to become to achieve my goals that I wanted. And I named that woman a name. So then I I learned to call myself that, you know, because you respond, no, you respond differently to how you're called. Think about it. When you're a child and your mom called you by your by your like normal name, you would respond differently versus when she called you sweetie versus if she called you by your whole name. Like you know that when your parents called you by your whole name, oh, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> right? And you show up you show up differently according to how people call you and, and by a name. Right? So for me, I was like, what's a name that I can name this like the baddest version of me in a good way, you know, like the one that right. just gets it done, the one that like doesn't complain, doesn't whine, doesn't cry, she just gets the job done. And that was my middle name. Like that was just what spoke to me, which is Fernanda. So then I said, okay, Maria is allowed to, and you know, it, it kind of sounds a little weird, but it's just what worked for me. You no, know, I like it's awesome what you're saying because it it's, makes perfect sense when you started talking about, when your parents call you, when I'm mad at my son, I will call him by his entire name. And you'll come around the corner and look at me like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he knows, you know, he knows. Right. So it's, I just, I, I developed that to where I'm like, okay, Maria sometimes will get sad about this or will doubt herself. But Fernanda doesn't. Like, and when that happens, when, I'm, when I feel like I'm going down that slope where I'm starting to have the negative self, like I'm okay. It's almost like, literally, this is literally what I do. I'm like, Maria, you need to get out of the way. Fernanda needs to get this done. Like, I love she, you know, that. it's almost like an alter ego, but not in a, not in a creepy way. You know, it just, it's, it's just you calling that version of yourself that you have within you that we hide so much, you know, because of society, because of our negative self-talk, because of our, our limited beliefs, whatever it might be, you know. So it's almost like, naming that person that you have within you it's just like an easier way to pull that person out like the best version of yourself that you can possibly become on this earth and just acting as that person you know right so and that and that and that could have never came if I hadn't gone through what I went through yeah so talk to us a little bit about um the CEO of Rising Queen tell us about Rising Queen yeah yeah absolutely so you know a lot with like like the 10x women you know when I went through what I went through, I got over it very quickly. And I, I realized that one of the reasons why I was able to overcome it very quickly was because I had other women around me pulling me up, mm-hmm. surrounding me. You know, one of them, the main one being my mom. She's the most amazing woman. And she just like supported me through it all. And then my friends that I had, you know, that just were very positive and always like pulling me up. And then it just dawned on me one day, Sharia, I was like, 
what do women that don't have this circle of other powerful women do? Like, what about women that don't have the supportive parents? What about women that don't have the supportive friends? Like, because most people have friends that bring them down, not lift them up. True. You know, and I said, and then he just hit me. I was like, this is how women go into depression. This is how women start getting anxiety. This is how women, you know, like go this, go down the slope that they can get, you know, addicted to things because they get in this dark spot and there's no one around them to pull them out and be like, it's going to be okay. I got you. You know, you're going to get through this. Like that helps so much. Sometimes we just need that tribe of women behind us being like, you're going to get through this girlfriend. Like we got your back, you know, and to not have that. I don't, if I have not had that, I don't know where I would be today. And that's kind of where Rising Queen came about. I was like, I want to create a space where women can just feel like they're not being judged. They can just be themselves. They can support each other because there's obviously a need for this space out there. Like I'm blessed that I have this support system around me, but not everybody has it. You know, and, and the, the Rising Queen title came from that famous quote that I'm sure you've heard before. You know, keep your chin up, queen, or your crown slips. You know, we're all queens. Right. We're all got it. But sometimes we just need, if we can keep our chin up, we just need somebody to push it up for us, you know. And yeah. and I had that. And I want to make sure every woman out there feels like they do have that support system no matter what. So in Rising Queen, what if someone is a part of that organization, what can they expect from being a part of your group? Absolutely. So we actually do. So it's a Facebook group that we have right now. We're building the community. And right now we do daily posts, positive posts to lift women up. We do Facebook uh, lives every Thursday, um, every Friday, actually, here in a couple of hours, we do a webinar group where we all just kind of do because of, you know, coronavirus and everything happening right now, we're doing everything virtually, but we get together and we just zoom in and we just chat about life you know sometimes it's a lot more interactive than other times sometimes we do fun games sometimes we just talk about issues women are going through and we let like one of them you know got uh she was COVID positive you know and she talked about her experience through that and how she was so grateful for the support system here and we try to just create that space for women through the zooms where they can just come and almost like you know if you and I went out and they had a coffee or drinks and we were just talking like we were friends, right. you know, and, and right. the ultimate goal, one, all, once all this is over is to be able to do that in person, you know, with women all around the U S and just give them that space. But that's what we have right now. We have a Facebook group where we all get to know each other and just chat and just make sure pe- women know that they're not alone. I love that because you know, that's what I try to do with the podcast show. I try to have women on that have real stories and women on from all walks of life. You know, I've CEOs and business owners and, you know, I, I talked to the, the lady that um, founded Richer Poor and sold her company for eight, for, for $12 million and then ended up buying it back for eight. Um, from someone and she just, she really shared so much insight. I have a lot of celebrities on the show that talk about the things that they're trying to build while they're in this celebrity status, because that doesn't always stay that way. You know, I just had that talk with Deandra Sinbums from the housewives of Dallas and we spoke and she was explaining that, you know, if you don't have a foundation, regardless of whether you're on television or you're not on television, if you don't have a foundation, then that part the excitement part of TV or uh, broadcast radio or podcast radio, all of that can go away. But what do you have left? You know, yeah. if, if, do you have anything left? And I think a lot of people get away in the entrepreneurship 
a lot of times they relay on or they rely on social media to gain followers, but they're not really gaining customers. They're only getting people that follow them. But what are you going to do if social media crashes? Right. Do you have an email list? Do you have something to fall back on um, where you can launch another product? And we've talked about that on the podcast show before with branding experts that the number one thing you have to do in building your brand is to build your audience. And that's through a connection other than social media and be able to have the landing pages. And so with you being an entrepreneur in direct sales, what do you think that what do you think that you had to make yourself successful right from the beginning to me being born in a third world country and being raised by a single mom was a blessing you know understanding that life is not happening to you it happens it happens for you everything in your life you know and I think that my mom had me at the age of 19 and I'm the oldest of six so me seeing her go through so much you know as a single mom in a third world country like I just had this hunger when I came here to the U.S. And, you know, people that have never lived anywhere else, like a third world country, like we're blessed that we're here where we are. You know, people really are struggling just to feed their kids in other countries. And I was 11 when I moved here. So I lived enough in Guatemala, which is where I'm from, where I came here. I was so hungry for it that, you know, I had a tough journey through, through entrepreneurship when I first got started. And people ask me all the time, why don't you just give up? You know, and I asked myself all the time, I was like, why didn't I give up? And honestly, for me, it was like, I saw other people being able to do it and have success. And I said, if they can do it, why can't I? You know, why, why can't I do it? You know, if they can do it, why can't I? And I didn't, I didn't care how long it took me because I said, this is what I want to do. And time is going to go by anyways, no matter what time is going to go by anyways, I might as well stick to this thing, get better. And I just knew that I had to get better because in anything you try in life, you're going to be bad at first. You know, you're not going to be good at it. You're going to be bad at it. And you have to learn how to surround yourself with the right environment, the right people that are going to serve you and not hurt you. Because no matter what you do in life, if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't believe in you, that tell you it's never going to happen, you're not going to make it, right? We all know this. You're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. My favorite saying. <laughs> you that is my, you know, that and, is and my I, favorite. Yeah. And I think that's what I did the best. I just learned how to surround myself with the right people. When I was doubting myself, I knew how to just take action and call. I knew who to call, who were the people that would get me out of that state, you know? And it's just like right. realizing that we all have self-doubt. We're all going to go through the emotional roller coaster. But if you can learn to identify those moments and know how to, if you know they're coming, then have a plan for what you're going to do when they're coming. You know, if you really want to achieve what you want to achieve. And, and I think that's what I did best, you know, just knew how to surround myself with the right people in the right environment. Well, and you hit it right there when you said when you came from a third world country and then you come here. So you already instilled at you at 11 years old had your why. I mean, you knew you had to make it and you had a reason why. And a very famous entrepreneur said one time, your willpower will always fail you, but your why power never will. And if you don't have a why, then your your willpower will eventually fail you. 
And that's when yeah. people throw in the towel and that's when people quit. But you obviously had a why. I have a why. And I think yeah. a lot of the women in our 10X Ladies Networking Master Group have why powers. And I think that's why a lot of us are, we are successful and we're growing or we're climbing that mountain of success. Um, I've met so many and I know that you have too. And Elena Cardone bringing all those women together has just been a blessing. You know, I, yeah. and I highly recommend that to, to anyone to be able to be a part of that, that 10X organization yeah. because, Absolutely. you know, I mean, being a 10X lady costs you nothing except for one hour a week. And there are networking mastermind group, which is amazing. And then I'm a little blessed and spoiled at the same time that I've been able to meet so many of you amazing women one-on-one, -on -one. but I do. I appreciate your inspiration and I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing that with the women. What are some pointers that, that you can give if you were speaking to a young girl in her 20s? Um, what would you tell that person? Maybe they just graduated from college um, and they don't have a direction or maybe they're looking back saying, why did I even major in that? Because yeah. it's not what I want to do. What are some tips that you can give that girl? You know, and first of all, it's just understanding that you will never, no matter what happens in your life, you, like Steve Jobs says this, right? You can't ever connect the dots looking forward, just backwards, right? When, when I was first in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but it's just trusting that whenever you get an opportunity in front of you, just try it. You know, you don't know if it's going to be the, the thing you're supposed to do, but just give it a shot because worst case scenario, it doesn't work and you go back to where you were before, you know? But for me, one of the biggest things that I have in my life is I'd rather try and fail than not try and live with the what if. Right. So don't be afraid to try different things. If you don't know what you're doing, keep trying something until you find it. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. And, and, and now one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give just any woman in general but especially women that I feel like they're lost or things are not just not going their way. Like it's not, I'm not supposed to be here right now. Um, one of the most inspirational things that I've ever read is sometimes, you know, the universe and, and the book is, it's a religious book, but so it talks about like God specifically, but let's, you know, you can say the universe. Sometimes life will literally throw so much at you that you don't even like you're just like so beyond broken like it's almost like life sometimes can't it cannot just break you sometimes life has to shatter you into the tiniest smallest pieces because it needs to create something brand new out of you and wow. the only way to do that is to shatter everything around you where you're like everything's going wrong like you're going through a breakup you lost your job you don't know what you're doing you're lost your parents divorced whatever it might be that you're going through just understanding that it's happening for a specific reason. And, and if that's where you are in your life, where you just feel lost, you feel like nothing's going right, just know that life is just shattering you to bring something brand new out of it. Because the only way to create something new is to shatter things into the smallest pieces, but something brand new, most beautiful, more beautiful and stronger will be born from it. You know, So just trusting that if you're in your early 20s, you don't have to have it all figured out. You got time, you know, and you have time to try different things, trust the universe and just know that, you know, life is happening for you. And I think too, no matter what age you are, uh, there's so many women that have the fear of being judged 
are criticized or made fun of, of whatever thing, passion, purpose, direction, guidance, their why power, whatever it is that they feel like that they are being led to do, they worry that they're going to be made fun of, especially those that are younger. And then some people that are in their forties and fifties worry that, you know, their friends are going to say, you know, why are you starting this now? What are you doing? And one of the things, and I posted this today and while we were talking, I thought about it, but it's from Brene Brown and it says, nothing has transformed my life more than realizing that it's a waste of time to evaluate my worthiness by weighing the reaction of the people in the stands. If they're not willing to swim in the arena with you, they cannot criticize or give you advice from the stands. And I I just love, I love Brene Brown. I think she's awesome. And I posted that today and you made me think about that because I know women that have not stepped out of their comfort zones because of the fear of being made fun of and and criticized. And until you realize that the way to heaven is not through their front yard, yeah, and you need to step up and react to your why power and keep moving. Yeah, I can tell you, I got made fun of a lot when I first started my journey. And, and I mean, I'm 411. I am tiny. I'm a tiny girl, you know, and that's not easy sometimes because people, you know, they just pick on you or whatever. And I went through a, a lot of a lot of stuff. But one of the one of the, the things that really helped me out that I'll, I'll tell you girls, if you're listening to this, you know, and you're you're going through that where you're like caring about people. First of all, people's opinions are not going to pay your bills. Right. You know, and understanding that whatever your why is, your why has to be more important than people's opinions. And that's why it's so important to figure out why you're doing something because that has to be more, your kids, your spouse, your parents, yourself, your freedom. That to you has to be more important than what people think of you, right? And I live my journey through entrepreneurship, living on where I was going to be and where I was going, not based on where I was. I said, it's okay. When I make it, they're going to love me again. When I make it, they're not going to make fun of me. When I make it, you know, and I was just like, I just kept living in that moment. When I make it, when I make it, when I make it, like they're all going to be my friends again. The quote that I was going to tell you, it's whenever you buy into someone's opinion, you buy into their lifestyle, right? So my mentor told me, he said, Maria, your friends are making fun of you for doing entrepreneurship for trying this. But he said, how many of them have the kind of money or lifestyle you want to have? Right. And I said, none of them. He said, Maria, would you go up to a sick person and ask them how to be healthy? I said, no. Would you go up to a bald person and ask him, how do you grow hair? I said, no, that's stupid. It's like, that's exactly what's happening when you're asking for money advice on how to be successful from your broke friends. Right. If they knew how to do it, they would already have achieved this. So why are you so worried about their opinion? He said, unless you're willing to trade bank accounts or lifestyle with them, you shouldn't worry about their opinion. I love that, Maria. I really appreciate you encouraging the women today because I know that you have got some women really excited. There's probably somebody walking on that treadmill right now at the gym listening to this podcast that just stepped it up a notch and they're running now. Step it up, my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Step it up, girl. Step it up. Tell everybody where we can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my Instagram, it's Maria, M-A-R-I-A, and it's underscore F. I added the F for the Fernanda. And then underscore Asensio, my last name, A S E. N-C-I-O. And then my Facebook is just my first name and then my um, 
my last name. And if anyone wants to be part of Rising Queen, uh, they can just send me a message and then I can okay. be more than happy to add them to that. But that's, that's my two main sources of communication right now. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Course, if today you. added value, please take a screenshot and post it to your social media. Tag me, Real Girl Talk Podcast on IG and Maria. We would absolutely love that. Thank you, Maria. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a it's, great night. It's time to share my dose of encouragement, ladies. I want you to step out of your comfort zone. Try something new, reboot, regroup, and reinvent yourself. If you're feeling stuck, go to my website, add your email so that you don't miss any updates, tips, and tricks. And next week, by next week, I want you to be healthy. I want you to be happy. And above all, keep your faith in God, who is the only one that matters. And I'll be praying for you. Have a blessed day.